this is unique. So, and I am so excited about the line today that we're interviewing because I really, really love skincare that is meant to target concerns. And I, I think that we're seeing some of that coming up, you know, in the industry overall right now, but no one's really doing that. Um, as you know, meticulously as this brand. So I really, um, I find that to be such a unique point about the brand we're going to be interviewing today, and I can't wait to dive in. So without further ado, I would love to introduce you guys to the founder of Soteri Skin, uh, Rafal Pilak. Welcome to the show, Rafal. I'm so excited to be interviewing you. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you, Hector. Yeah, it's a pleasure to host you. I mean, I really love the line and I think you guys are so unique, you know, and in your approach and the products and the way they're designed. So I can't wait to dive into that, but I would love to learn about you first and your background and um, everything that really led up to the founding of the brand. And if you could walk us down memory lane, that'd be a really great place to start. Sure, of course. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I'm a biomedical scientist by training. Um and so I received my PhD from Harvard Medical School and spent several years doing biomedical research at biotech at different academic institutions, work on development of number of different therapeutics. Yeah. But my career path took an unexpected turn when I was recruited by L'Oreal to launch L'Oreal Tech Technology Incubator in San Francisco. And at the incubator, I led product innovation team, and I developed and launched a number of products for brands like La Roche-Posay, Lancome, or SkinCeuticals. Mm. And during this time, uh, my wife developed eczema. Her eczema was triggered by, uh, by her pregnancy. She was um, on standard uh, eczema treatment that involved topical corticosteroids, moisturizers, and ointments. Uh, but the treatment provided only temporary relief, and her symptoms kept coming back and getting worse and worse. Wow. So yeah. motivated by her struggle or, with eczema and also my scientific curiosity, I started extensive research in eczema and discovered the link between disrupted skin surface pH and eczema. So having biomedical background, I understood critical importance of pH. Um, and pH, it's an um, important factor for all biological processes, for all processes, processes in our body. And because of that, it is highly regulated. So most organs and tissues, they have very specific pH ranges, and these pH ranges are critical for their functions. And skin, it's not different. Um, skin has very specific pH, and this pH is acidic. And this acidic pH, it's critical for skin function. Yeah. And so, uh, so the fact that skin pH is elevated in eczema has tremendous effect on skin health. And this is supported by a number of studies demonstrating that indeed this pH is involved in eczema pathophysiology. Moreover, there were um, more recent studies showing that when you actually correct this pH, it can have therapeutic effect. So this was 
very promising, um, very promising studies, very promising results, and really encouraged me to launch Soteri Skin with the goal of developing products that can correct skin surface pH and maintain it long term. And, and then after several months of uh, development and clinical testing, we launch a line of products that can restore healthy uh, skin acid mantle and maintain the acidic pH of the skin long term. Yeah, I love that. I, I think that's so unique that you you really saw this to be, you know, a hallmark of skin health, you know, because I think very few times, I mean, I know in the recent years, you know, Armorfall, um, everyone has been talking about, you know, skin pH and whatever, but no one really did anything about it. You know, like, I feel like we know certain facts about skin health, but like very rarely do I see brands like honing in and being like, you know what? this is a problem, you know, and it's leading to a lot of subsequent problems, you know, and we have to fix it. And I think that's where I'm like, I'm so interested in you guys targeting this idea of balanced pH, because it's so hard to get to that point. And I love what you had said, you had mentioned the acid mantle of the skin, because, you know, this is a topic that I think, you know, like a lot of marketing things people have overlooked, you know, they've really overlooked this idea that there is an acid mantle. And then what is the acid mantle? You know what I mean? Like, what does it mean? You know, it's one thing to understand words, but it's a whole different thing to understand the concept. So I think my first question for you really to kind of set the stage for the listeners is really diving into this idea and having you educate us, you know, on what is this, what does it mean to have, you know, the right balance of pH for your skin and how does the acid mantle really work with that, you know, and, and create this balance for us? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, and so as, as you mentioned, you know, I think the pH, it's often overlooked by most of the brands and and it's not paid attention to um uh, you know by the industry but really you know i think the main misconception is that you know the skin barrier is just a mere um physical shield but really in reality it is a very complex ecosystem that not only um encompasses the cellular and lipid elements, but also the acid mantle and skin microbiome. And all of these components have depend on each other. And central really to this ecosystem is the acid mantle uh, because it is critical for so many processes on the skin. So for example, the acid mantle regulates your skin pH and maintains skin pH on the skin. It is critical for skin enzymatic reaction. For example, ceramide formation depends on the acidic pH and the acid mantle. It keeps your skin hydrated uh, through natural natural moisturizing factor, which is a component of the acid mantle. And it also prevents uh, pathogenic microbial growth. And it it serves as a source of nutrients for the good microbiome. Um, As well, it it is important for skin renewal and healing processes. So, you know, and when the acid mantle is disrupted, uh, as it happens in eczema, all of these processes are affected. And, And when they are affected, 
skin barrier becomes compromised and many unwanted substances such as allergens, um, uh, irritants, or even pathogens can penetrate the skin, activate the immune system, and cause inflammation. And this is exactly what's happened in, in eczema. So really our product address this issue at the core by restoring the acid mantle and recti rectif rectifying skin pH imbalance. I love that. I like, I love how you explain that because I think, you know, we don't, we don't really understand, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, it's a very complex um, thing to understand, you know, what is the skin barrier? And, you know, I think one of my biggest questions then is that, you know, when we think about as a scientist, you know, obviously you have a much more extensive background in this. So, you know, when I look at it just from a general science perspective, I think of, you know, okay, what is an acid and then what is a base, right? When it comes to chemistry and we know about, you know, hydrogen ion concentrations, but I know a lot more goes into creating, you know, products that are going to maintain your skin uh, you know, the low pH that's required for your skin than just understanding that there's more hydrogen content, you know what I mean? Ion content there. So I would really love for you to dive into that in terms of, you know, when you were creating Soteri Skin, like, you know, what were the components that you realized were very, very critical in maintaining a low pH, you know, and keeping it there? Because when we apply, as you know, you know, when we apply topical products, they can become very unstable, you know, when they come out of the packaging. So to maintain that, I mean, what were some of the things that you knew that were going to be hallmarks in creating this balance and, and keeping it throughout the day with our skincare? Right. So, yeah, you know, it's um, so pH. It's one of these things that everyone heard about it, but um, not many people really understand deeply how to create a product that can maintain pH over longer period of time. Because one thing is to have pH that it's at certain value, but the other thing is to maintain it over time. So many products right now on the market, there are products that are um, claimed that they are pH balanced, but they cannot maintain. Uh, what it means that they have maybe have a little bit lower pH, but as soon as you put it on the on the skin, the pH may change and they don't have the buffer capacity to maintain the pH over time. So we knew that from the beginning, I understood that, you know, to prepare product that can maintain pH over time, you have to construct proper um, buffer that can stay on the skin in this very dynamic environment of the skin and can maintain this pH over time. So the technology that we develop, uh, we call it pH lock. Um, mm -hmm. It's composed of combination of different um, hydroxy acids, amino acids, fatty acids, carbohydrates, and they are specifically selected and formulated to mimic the skin acid mantle. So they have specific pro uh, properties like pKa value that make them uh, good for maintaining pH at the optimal level. And uh, they have also other specific properties that it limits their diffusion through the skin. As you know, the skin is very dynamic environment. There are many mo molecules that are released from the skin many molecules can be absorbed through the skin. So you have to design a buffering system that can actually stay on the skin surface and maintain this, this pH long-term. 
so that's exactly what our formulation do. They um, maintain this pH long term, and they also um, reconstitute. So you know, they reconstitute the or um, uh, they mimic the acid mantle, yeah. and and also the natural moisturizing complex, which is really um, a component of the acid mantle. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I, I I find that to be really fascinating because I think especially when it comes to eczema, right, they always say that, you know, moisturization obviously is key. You know, you have to keep it very moisturized. The skin has to be very balanced in that way, you know, and I think this kind of applies across the board from what I've been hearing, you know, that moisturized skin is just healthy skin, which I think makes sense, you know, because the top 10 layers are dead skin cells, right? But like when it comes to the moisturization properties, how does that all play into the pH of the products that we're using? Because I know that you had mentioned briefly like ceramides, for example, you know, like, um, those kind of components, you know, or like humectants, you know, as another example, how do all of these different ingredients really play into this, you know, overall balancing the pH in a formula, making sure that it stays stable? Like, you know, I mean, do they work with each other or is it there like one key ingredient that we should be really honed in on? I mean, what's your what's your uh, opinion on that? Yeah, so I, I think it's... um. um in a combination of different things. So ceramides, we definitely, we use ceramides in all of our products because these are important components of the skin barrier. And these are the lipids that keep um, uh, your skin barrier, they prevent water evaporation. So they work in very different way than, for example, small molecules like hydroxy acids and amino acids that are on the skin surface and they bind water molecule. And, and often diffuse into the skin and keep the skin hydrated. And um, so, um, and the acid mantle, it's really, you know, have a couple of different or many different uh, roles. So one, you know, the, it uses the same molecules, like for example, hydroxy acids, amino acids, or fatty acids to, um, to maintain pH, but also it attracts water mo molecules. So like, as I mentioned earlier, the natural mo moisturizing factor, it's a component of the acid mantle and it's composed of also hydroxy acids, amino acids uh, that help to hydrate the skin. So both of this uh, depends on each other uh, to great extent, I would say. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes sense. Thank you for explaining that. I think it's really important for us as consumers to understand this because I think it's it makes, you know, a huge impact when you're purchasing products. You know, I can't for me, for example, like I can't tell you how many times people will reach out and say, I have really dry skin. You know, I have really dry skin or really like, you know, what you had mentioned, like eczema prone skin and recommend a product to me. And I'm like, well, it's very difficult, you know, because like it's different for everybody. But at the same time, I think education will lead you to an answer, you know, and understanding that the skin physiology, the way it works, it is very important. It's very key to this understanding, right? So I, that leads me to, you know, your products, because I find them to be so unique. I think that the way you've approached skincare is very fascinating. You know, obviously, the pH technology that you've created I'm all the way here for that. But also the fact that you have one product, right, for like, depending on what you're really targeting. Um, with your skin, you know, I know that the line is, uh, you know, it's really geared in a way where you can go onto the website and this for everyone listening, you can go onto the website 
And then when you see the products, it's easy to figure out what you can kind of connect with, you know, which product can be good for you. And so I guess, Rafal, my question is, you know, what what was that process like for you, you know, from like the entrepreneurial uh, perspective, when you were creating something that you knew would be a good fit for everybody, you know, under certain categories, like if you have sensitive skin, or if you have eczema prone skin, like, how was that formulation process? And, you know, getting that in a way that you can also create a brand, you know, and bring the science to life. Right, yeah, you know, so, um, yeah, definitely, um, you know, we we knew from the beginning that we wanted to, um, that eczema was, um, you know, part the, that was, the, uh, we wanted to create product for, for eczema to help people with eczema, but we also wanted to create products that people can enjoy. Uh, so maybe a little bit less sterile and, you know, medically looking, but something that people can enjoy and they contain also all the other ingredients that help with skin health. So uh, all of our products feature this pH lock technology that restore the acid mantle, Um, but we also embrace less, it's more approach in skincare. So our formulation remain minimalist with the focus on essential active ingredients while reducing the filler ingredients to a minimum. We don't add fragrance. We use airless packaging, and this allows us to use low concentration of non-irritating preservatives. So, you know, all of these are things are important. And we hear, as you mentioned, you know, we have a number of products. Uh, We usually uh, our intro product is a gentle start. Uh, this is our gentlest formulation. We usually recommend uh, to start with this product, especially if you're new to our brand, um, or especially if you have extra sensitive skin, um, active flares, lesions. And after three, four weeks of using this product, we recommend to transition to one of our full strength products such as mm-hmm. No More Rough Patches, which is uh, one of our uh, body product, or yeah. um, Balancing Act, or Give Me More, which are face product. So balancing- I love Give Me More, by the way. That's a great product. <laughs> it's a really, really good one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. I think both uh, Balancing Act and Give Me More are different products. And, um, you know, the diff- the main difference is the texture. So Balancing Act, has very light formulation. It's a great product for hot, humid weather. It goes well under makeup, under sunscreen, um, and it contains high concentration of ceramide, uh, niacinamide, niacinamide, antioxidants, uh, and um, hyaluronic acid. And give me more has a little bit thicker texture. So definitely for people who prefer this creamier and thicker texture, that's the right product for them. And it's better product for cooler um, climate. And give me more, also contains ceramides, niacinamide. It's rich in antioxidants, uh, but also contains shea butter and coconut oil. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I found I think I that's why I like it so much because it's got that rich texture, like you said. And for night, like it's a great night cream. Like I love night creams. Like for me personally as a consumer and for everyone listening, if you're anything like me, you don't have a lot of time. So I really focus on my night routine. And this product is like game changing. Like if you do not have time, um, a lot of times I'll come home, you know, very late and then I have to strip my skin, you know, do the cleansing step, and then I can apply this product directly and I wake up with great skin. So I think it's a really great product, especially like you had mentioned, cooler climates and also with winter coming up. I mean, it's a really, really great option. So you really <laughs> nailed it with this one. I, I really enjoy it. So definitely, uh, yeah, <laughs> I perfectly agree with you. You know, give me more. It's a good night product and balancing act can be great day product because it's very light texture and if you want to use makeup or you want to use sunscreen it's a great product to go under under makeup under sunscreen um yeah right no exactly and i think one of the coolest parts is that your skincare is like genuine like you're, you guys have genuine one-step product you know what i mean like routines like in the skincare so that's something i really wanted to talk to you about because i think right now we're really hitting on this like whole skin minimalism trend you know what i mean in the industry and we've been on it for i think a year now and i i'm, I'm here for it you know i recently i did a podcast you know with somebody else like on, on another show and they were asking me or they're like ekta what do you think is, you know, important with our steps? And I'm like, well, the less steps you have, the better, because we have dead skin cells on top of our skin, you know, the surface. So you're not going to reach them after a certain point. You know, if you have seven layers in your routine, you're not the third layer and up, you're not going to really penetrate, right? So at that point, you have to really consider like, whatever I am putting on my skin, it better do what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? So I think from that perspective, my big question is how how was it formulating something that has, you know, multiple ingredients? Because I know we get confused, you know, as consumers often where, you know, what ingredient is good for my skin, you know, what ingredient works for me or doesn't work for me. And I think that question for me has always been kind of mind boggling, right. And in terms of like how to create, you know, skincare that has all the key ingredients, but then, you know, obviously making sure they're working together. So if you could like talk to us a little bit about that and like, you know, just the science of that, you know, creating efficacious products that are multi-ingredient. Right. Yeah. And, you know, this is great point. I think, um, you know, we tend to over, overuse skincare and, um, you know, over cleans uh, our skin. And so, um, so I think it's important, and this is especially important in eczema, where you have very sensitive skin, often when you have compromised skin barrier, so you don't want to overcleanse, you don't want to apply ingredients that are um, not going to help you, which are not necessary. So this part was very important for us to keep the formulation very simple and avoid any unnecessary ingredients. And focusing on the key ingredients, and definitely, you know, it has a different. It, it is a difficult choice often. Uh, what um, active ingredients are best for your skin? We have different skin types, but we focus on this very fundamental needs of your skin. So, for example, ceramides are the main building block of the skin. So, it was important for us to use high quality ceramides that have very similar composition to your to our skin composition. So ceramide complex that 
uh, contain not only ceramides, but also cholesterol and fatty acid, because these are the main components of our skin. And in eczema, your skin, your skin barrier, it's disrupted. So, um, so having ceramides there, it supplements the skin and provides uh, this um, uh, immediate relief and help to your skin. And then, of, of course, um, you know, the acid mantle, it's such a fundamental property of the skin, and it is disrupted in eczema that we wanted to make sure that we have all the components of the skin acid mantle proper, properly uh, formulated so uh, our product can maintain skin pH. And I guess another component that was important is molecule like niacinamide because they are known that they also help with skin renewal process. Um, and um, antioxidants, which you know are important for almost for most environmental stressors, whether it's pollution, UV radiation, or or uh, even microbial uh, protection, antimicrobial protection. Right, right. No, that's very, I, I like that. I mean, I think that that's, those are kind of the key ingredients. So, you know, when I think of like good skincare, you know, I recently had this conversation with somebody about niacinamide, for example, like we were talking about niacinamide and people were saying, well, you know, why does niacinamide have to be in all these formulations? And I was like, well, it's one of the best ingredients I've ever used, you know, in skincare. And it's like, I think a lot of times people don't understand the skin because we know that it's an organ. There's a lot of key things that are just going to work. You know, they work all over your body. Like, for example, like niacin, like niacinamide and, and niacin, like they are known to be great for every organ, you know, because they they're proven to shrink brain tumors. You know, they're great for like, you know, for example, like cellular um, energy production. You know, it, it's really a great ingredient. And I think when you look at the formulas, you know, that you've created here, like you guys are really, from my perspective as a physiologist as well, you're really hitting like the key hallmarks of what is true cellular, you know, um, like, I guess, support, you know, if, if you were to come up with a term. I mean, at the end of the day, the skin is composed of cells. And we need to support those cells, you know, and whenever I look at skincare, I'm always looking for that, you know, as a consumer, like I'm always looking for products that are going to support my skin more so than things like what's going to exfoliate my skin, what's going to, you know, get rid of the cells. That's really not what I look for anymore, you know, and I think for me as a consumer, I've evolved a lot in my own journey, you know, of what is good skincare, you know, what does it mean to be good skincare? And I think I always come down to this realization that those ingredients that you mentioned they are tried and true. You know, they always work. They're always providing nutrients. They're always providing stability and efficacy for my, you know, my, my goals. And so I, you know, I think it's just a really brilliant approach that you've taken. I think we need to really hone in on, you know, as a consumer, what do I need? You know, like what does my skin need and how can I give that to it? And without, you know, overwhelming it with the crazy amount of ingredients that are in some products. I think, uh, you know, for a while there, we we're seeing like 20 ingredients in some products. And it was like, why, you know, why do you even have that many ingredients? So I really, really like your approach. And I think that the the products speak for themselves, you know, because you will definitely see a result, you know, for everyone listening. Like it's one of those lines that I think 
you know, when you use it, you start to notice like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm happy. You know, this is the, this is my product. This is the one I can go to time and time again and it works. And, and I, I love that you've created that Rafal. So thank you <laughs> for bringing us that line. No, thanks so much. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, this, this was very important for us to, to have the basic ingredients that keep your skin healthy. And on top of that, you know, if you have any other concern, whether anti-aging or other, you can add retinols or other, other, um, other ingredients. But really, people, especially with eczema, they have very basic uh, needs for their skin, just to restore their skin barrier and skin health. And that was uh, very important for us to have all the ingredients to that support healthy skin uh, skin barrier. Uh, but yeah. skin barrier, you know. Uh, not just the the physical, not the skin barrier that uh, that we often think um, lipids and and cells, but also the skin microbiome and the acid mantle, which is the integral component of the acid uh, of the skin bar uh, skin barrier. Yeah, no, I I completely see that. You know, it reflects because you know one interesting part is that we you had mentioned antioxidants, right? And I think a lot of times, for example, with retinol. People always say, you know, my skin is freaking out when I use retinol. And I often ask them, I'm like, well, what else are you using? You know, like in addition to the retinol. And they usually don't have an answer. You know, they'll say, well, I just apply the retinol, you know, three times a week, two times a week. And I say, well, where are the antioxidants? Because if you're, you know, with uh, active like retinol or any retinol product, vitamin A derivative, you're going to cause some sort of cellular, you know, damage to your skin because what it's doing is causing turnover. So I always ask them, well, where are the antioxidants? Because they're going to be mopping up those free radicals. So it's going to kind of like blunt the response, like the damage that you're doing in, in some ways, you know, so right. it's actually going to make your product work better. And I, I've noticed that a lot is that, you know, sometimes consumers will use these these really heavy actives, right, on a day, like a routine, in their routine, but they don't have that supportive skincare to go with it. And that's where I feel like you guys are great. You know, it's like you can still, like you said, you can use the retinol, but then you have one product, you know, and this one product is nourishing and supporting your skin and your barrier. And I think that goes such a long way because with something like retinol, essentially, I, you know, I always tell people this, like what I've noticed is with the those kind of products, you're disrupting that barrier. So you need something that's going to add all that good stuff back in and it's going to give that stability again. And so you have to think about it from this perspective of like, what am I taking away and what do I need to keep adding? You know what I mean? To maintain it. And I and I don't really see that often, you know, in skincare because oftentimes you'll go onto a website, there's like 50 products, you have to pick like, you know, whatever you need. And then consumers get lost in all of that. So I think with your line, I think it's such a, it's a great option for those people, you know, in the sense that you can go on here, you can find a product that works for you, and you can utilize the same product with the extra, you know, steps that you're adding on. So I agree with you. I think it's a really, really great option to have, you know, it's kind of like your secret weapon, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to use this no matter what kind of thing. So, exactly. thanks. Yeah. Uh, so one of my, I think one of my questions is that, you know, um, when it comes to like, I guess, overall skin health, right? We always talk about people sticking to a product, you know, and um, really utilizing it. I know you guys have, you know, for depending on how sensitive your skin is or what your skin needs, you have different products. But um, what would you say, like, in terms of like the results you've seen or the feedback you've gotten, like, what's the time frame that you've seen people really notice like significant results? 
with your products? Yeah, you know, this is a great question because actually um, this is very important um, when you, especially with people with eczema, which where they have, um, you know, disrupted skin barrier and skin barrier takes time to to heal, uh, to um, to rebuild a healthy skin barrier. So we um, will run several clinical studies and, you know, we show that um, our product can help provide this immediate help. So you right after, if you have flares, you have disrupted skin barrier, you see some initial results already in the first uh, week or couple of weeks. But uh, what we hear from our customers is that the healing goes much further, especially for people who use the product for three to four months. They yeah. experience that the skin becomes um, more resilient and they experience less flare-ups. And mm-hmm. over time, many of them uh, become uh, even symptoms-free. So for example, my wife was our patient number one and the product had dramatic effects on her skin. So first they had the product helped her to heal her lesions, her eczema lesions. And after a few months of application, uh, her flares stopped coming back and she's been eczema free for two years. So, you know, it is is a, a long process. Often you see the first effects immediately where the product helps you uh, heal the lesions, but eczema, it's a chronic condition and requires time. So uh, if you want to see the long-term benefits, you have to stick with the product for at least three, four months. And we recommend to keep it even, even if you get to the point that you're free of symptoms and your symptoms don't come back, we recommend to keep using the product because with eczema, there's a genetic component, there's environmental components. And if you lower your guard, it can come back. And our product helps to keep your skin um, in this healthy, optimal state and uh, and, um, and defend you against some of these environmental factors that can trigger eczema. So when your wife developed eczema, what were the, what were the things that led to her the developing them, developing the condition. Yeah, so she, uh, her eczema was uh, triggered by her pregnancy. So she suffered mm-hmm. actually um, from eczema when she was um, uh, when she was young, a kid. But yeah. she grew uh, out of eczema at some point, and then her pregnancy triggered it back, and it started getting more severe and um, worse and worse, uh, pretty much. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Pregnancy is such a it's a very harsh state for your body to be in. So that, that makes sense that, you know, a a lot of people develop a lot of, you know, severe conditions after, you know, post postpartum, you know, for example, like I, we see that all the time, but yeah, that's, uh, it's unique, you know, for me to learn about that because I, I know that eczema is something that a lot of people experience like their whole life, but I think we're seeing that more and more now, you know, where people are starting to experience the development of eczema later on in their life, you know, and um, it's kind of like what you said. I think it is a lot of environmental factors come into 
play here, you know, especially with like the way climate change has been, you know, obviously things like pregnancy and autoimmune conditions, for example, that can lead to it. So that's interesting um, that, you know, we're seeing that. But I mean, I think at the end of the day, like that's where I find it to be so unique that, you know, there are eczema products out there, but I think you can still utilize them. You know, even if you don't have eczema, you can still utilize eczema products. They just offer more. I think I look at it as like they're almost like packed with more um, uh, goodness, you know, like good stuff mm-hmm. in it. So it like kind of nourishes your skin regardless, you know, it, no matter what. So even if you don't have eczema, you can still use products that are geared towards, it, especially, you know, in the line, like it's a great product regardless. So I recommend it to anyone who has like even really dry skin. It's great for you. You know, yeah. it'll really, really relieve the dryness. So, yeah, it, De- definitely. Great. You know, if I, I say that, you know, if it's good for people with eczema, it's good for everyone because skin and eczema is just more sensitive and more picky about. So you have to be a little bit more careful about the quality of the products you put on your skin. So if the product is good for someone with eczema, definitely it's good for anyone. Exactly. No, exactly. And, you know, it's interesting because I, one of my first ever skincare products, like a long time ago, you know, that I actually fell in love with was an eczema product, you know? And so I was like, I didn't even know back then that I was using it. And I discovered that like a year after using that product and I realized, wow, I love this stuff, you know? And so I think you're absolutely right. You know, with, with something like eczema, it's such a, like you said, it's such a finicky condition where it can get exacerbated. It can get, you know, there's so many things that result in it flaring up or not, you know, as bad the next day. And I think we can all relate to that, especially with the seasons changing, the environment changing. I mean, I mentioned climate change is a huge factor these days. You know, I I see a lot of people that are impacted by that. So yeah, I I mean, it's important to have these options out there. But one more thing, Rafal, I wanted to ask you, and I found this to be so unique that you offer this in your range. And that is like a, it's a baby product, right? Like there's a baby uh, product that's meant for um, just sensitive skin, I think, or correct me if I'm wrong. Like if you could tell us about that, I'd love to know. That's right. Yeah, we we have a baby product and we also have scalp serum. So um, uh, both of these products are um, unique. So our baby uh, product, uh, BB Skin, uh, it's a a moisturizer. Uh, It's similar to Gentle Start. It's one of our gentlest formulation. It's specifically developed for, um, for the delicate skin of the babies. And as all our products, it contain this pH lock technology, but this is the gentler version and also contains ceramides, niacinamide, shea butter, coconut oil, and uh, colloidal oatmeal. And all of these ingredients are also great for eczema and uh, they're great for the delicate skin of the baby. And then another product that I think um, it's interesting, it's um, our scalp serum, scalp suitor. So this product, um, it's it's a great product for people who suffer from uh, scalp conditions like uh, scalp eczema, scalp psoriasis, seborrheic eczema, or even dandruff. Uh, and the product has very light texture, doesn't contain any oils, so it doesn't make your hair roots uh, greasy. And so we can apply it during daytime and it remains invisible, but maintains your proper skin pH on your scalp. Um, so is that similar then? Like scalp pH? Like, is that similar to 
like our face, like a facial skin or like what was, is there a difference or how does it that is, work? Yeah, so uh, exactly. So skin pH, uh, scalp pH is similar to the rest of your skin. It's also acidic, but it's more often affected because you have um, sebum that it's often released. And because of the hair, the pH can increase uh, more easily and it's affected. And I think this is another area or place where you know people don't pay attention to their pH. But this um, when pH increases, it predisposes you to microbial infections and many of these conditions um, you know involve uh, some microbial imbalance or overgrowth. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have like fungal dandruff and they don't know they have it. You know what I mean? Because they don't, uh, they don't know the difference, I think. And it's just, there's not enough education out there because I know a lot of, um, a lot of times somebody will have dandruff, but you don't know if you have like a condition or if it's, you know what I mean? Norm under the umbrella of what we consider, I guess, typical. So that's, that's interesting that you say that because with scalp health, we have a lot of products out here, but no one's really talking about pH. And I always, I, I think that's very, very relevant with the scalp because you don't, um, you don't really expose it to a lot of, you know, sunlight or, you know, normal things that your norm, other parts of your body are exposed to. So it's very interesting. Definitely. You know, that area of research as well is very interesting. Right. Exactly. And, you know, fungi, they love higher pH. So anything yeah. above pH six, it's perfect for them to grow to, you know, to overgrow. So, and low pH keeps them in check and slow down the growth. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a very, very good to know. And I think it's definitely worth investing in scalp health because, you know, the more and more I keep noticing our industry is evolving and we're really incorporating uh, scalp products, but no one is talking about the science. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like the different pathologies you see on the scalp, you know, why they come up. And it's very important to really kind of have this preventative approach. I think, you know, from what we've learned, you know, over the years, just with facial skin, it's important to be preventative. And I, I love that you have this product in your range. I think that pH is definitely at the center of scalp health and I, it, you know, as it should be. So I, I think it's a great, great start. And if you're somebody out there, you know, for the listeners and you don't really have a scalp product in your routine, this is a great place to start and really incorporate because you will notice a difference. I mean, pH will make a world of difference just balancing that one thing you know even though it's it seems like one thing but it's very complex like Rafal explained to us here you know but it, it's definitely a great starting place and then figuring out you know if you do have something that's going on other than you know the normal conditions that we're used to then you can really target and hone in on what's going on but you know getting that ph balanced and having a starting place is so key you know even if you see a dermatologist regularly you know to understand your body and your skin in that way it can really help you narrow down what's going on so i'm a huge fan of that i'm i'm so glad you guys offer that option Rafal. But um, I wanted to just, you know, I just wanted to get your advice, you know, as, as a round out question for the interview, like, you know, for all the budding entrepreneurs out there, I know it's very tough starting a brand, you know, even if you have a very uh, awesome science background, like you do, I, I'm sure, you know, the entrepreneurship journey is just something we can't really prepare for. But if you have any words of wisdom that you can offer to our audience, I would love that. Right. Yeah. Well, um, you know, definitely, you know, for me, that it has been a great journey. And I, I think um, definitely starting a company, um, 
it can be very exciting and rewarding, uh, rewarding venture. Um, however, it is a long journey, right? Um, it requires a lot of sacrifice, a lot of hard work. Um, so um, I would say, you know, uh, definitely gain some experience. Um, ideally, working for larger company at the beginning, who is a leader in this space. Uh, and once you are ready, um, uh, clearly define your mission and vision and stick to it and address a real problem or need with your products or services. There are so many products that you know don't don't address any problem. They are out there just um, you know um, they don't address any new problems. So I, I think this is uh, important to have this in mind. Yeah, that's a, that's a really, really good point. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, there's a lot of redundancy in the industry. I agree. And it's a great, that's great advice. Thank you. Because I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs, they think that, you know, let's, I need to start a brand, but it really comes down to, well, what's your white space? So, you know, really thinking about that is so important, especially now, like you said, there's so many products. <laughs> Every right. day there's a new brand. So. You know, and definitely, you know, it's easy to launch a new product. It's difficult to launch the product that actually solved some problem for customers and people want it. Exactly, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's very very difficult, and I think that there's a lot to be learned. So, you know, I I would be excited to see some colleges offering classes, you know, in entrepreneurship because I feel like the young younger generation nowadays thinks, you know, we can just get on get start a brand and life is great, but it's really a lot of hard work. So, um definitely something to keep in mind. But Rafal, thank you so much for coming on to the show. This has been so great and I love, you know, I love Soteri skin. It's a really great uh, range for everyone listening you know if you guys are looking for products that really you know it's like a one and done kind of deal but you're not compromising efficacy you're getting the job done your skin is loving it this is a really really great line for you i mean i i've been using it i've tried it and i love it you know i think that we need more products like this because it's a really you know just complicated market that we're in right now you know there's products everywhere you look and sometimes it can get very overwhelming so um, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. I really am a huge fan. And, um, you know, if anyone has any questions about the about the line, about the science, definitely reach out to us. You can reach us at skincarenarchy at gmail.com. And I will definitely pass your questions and comments on to your false team. But thank you so much for coming on to our show, Rafal. Thanks so much, Ekta. It was a pleasure talking to you. Yes, likewise. Thank you so much. Thank you.